JT Smith of the Front Office News back again for another podcast. And I got my main man, my OG, my big dog, Dan Sellers, back in the building with me. Not technically in the building, but you, you guys know what I'm talking about. <laughs> but he's here with me again. How you feeling over there? Over there hey, over there. man, I'm feeling relieved. Um, <laughs> I could say satisfied, very proud also, little brother. I'm just... Um, you know, that was a really, really good test and a tough test um, that I think people really don't appreciate what the Bearcats accomplished, not only for the season. We know that they had a great oh, yeah. season, but to, to come home, I mean, to come out and play after not playing uh, for what? 28 days. Was 28 days. 28 days. 28 days. I'm sorry, not two months. I'm sorry. <laughs> it felt like two months. 20, 28 days. And when you're, if what people don't understand, it's not like you're practicing for 28 days. They went away and uh, away from each other for almost two weeks or two weeks, I think Luke Fickle said. And they had almost no contact, um, you know, the teammates' interaction with each other other than the ones who live near each other and all that good stuff and roommates to come back, um, getting healthy, and get on the field and play with a team that had nothing but, um, you know, the Bearcats on the center of the bullseye. So think about it. Tulsa has been looking to play Cincinnati for probably two months now. They have been the the focal point of Mm -hmm. Tulsa's season. Yep. And for you, to, you know, we, we, we were able to play at home, yes. And we were also able to have some, some fans in the stands for the first time, yes. But it was 40 degrees out there, probably at kickoff 41 and then probably sub 35 for yeah. the rest of the game. But, you know, just to come out there and, um, and compete with a really strong Tulsa team, which I thought uh, was by far – the best team that we played so far this year in terms of the, the the composure of that football team. Yeah, yeah. It rain it was raining the whole time. The whole yes. time. Plus being cold nighttime. So you're not getting any sun. You know how it is in the Midwest when the sun goes down in the winter, it's a different ball game. You know <laughs> so, so they they combated that. Uh Tulsa was physical. They didn't have anything to lose. I mean they did have stuff to lose, but this was a team that wasn't picked to be where Cincinnati was at the beginning of the season. So like this team is back, back against the wall all year. Uh, didn't have anything to lose. Like so they've been, you know, just like early in the season, they're supposed to play what October 5th, you know, got postponed, yeah. boom, pushed back to the, the fourth. First, it was the fourth of, uh, no, the fifth of December. They switched it to the fourth of December. Then they got pushed to the 12th. Then they got totally canceled. Then they played them in the, in the championship game. So um, Tosa got fleeced out of a, out of a um, home game, but at the end of the day, you know, you see just was a stronger team and they, they, they held it down, but it was a, a heck of a game. Like that was a physical game. Right. Everybody was, it was a lot of hats on hats, a lot of, a lot of dirty work getting done, done in this game for sure. Yeah. I mean, uh, end of the day, man, I think if they would have gone to Tulsa, the conditions would have been better, at least warmer. Yeah, I think but so too. You can't really blame that, the, the you know, um, the home field advantage for Tulsa's loss. 
you know, I think they played great. I think they probably played the best. And I think we probably pay, played um, to their uh, capability, but not to our best. Yeah, I think so too. The, uh, the you know, the ugly penalties kept coming up. And we yeah. Should, that was a reminder of season one and two where, heck, even last year. Yeah. Uh, we, had, we had been a snake bitten team uh, in terms of uh, all the penalties that we've had. And it's been, I won't even call it a snake bit. It was just self-inflicted wounds uh, that kept us from winning the championship last year. Yeah. And so it, you know, it started showing up. I got a little nervous, man. I, yeah. You know, I really thought that, uh, you know, their heads wasn't in it, you know, especially the, the, the front line, um, the, the front seven on offense and the, and the front three on defense did not play well at all. Did not like normal. There wasn't a no. normal normal no. game. A lot of false starts. A lot of ball not getting snapped. I mean, honestly, if you take away even the defense not playing as sharp as they normally do, um, you take away a couple of those false starts. Are you know are the snap the center not snapping the ball on the right count? I mean, the Bearcats could have easily scored three more touchdowns. Two more oh, yeah. touchdowns. You know, because like. The one time they went forward on, you know, fourth down and didn't get it, they were like inside the five, right? Or inside the 10, if I'm not mistaken, yeah. got stuff. Four-yard line. And then, yeah, yep. And then you got the one the one drive, I think they might have got a field goal. I think they had a false start, and it was like a good play or something. It was a good. It was like inside the five or something, got a false start, and then Tulsa stops them. Then it might have been another play inside the 20 that we got a false start, and boom, Tulsa stops them. So it's kind of like that might have been on the block kick. No, on a missed kick. Did he get blocked? Yeah, Chicago yeah, we got blocked. Yeah, yeah, we had we a... got blocked. That mm-hmm. like, that drive stalled because of a false start or something like that. So it was like those little things took off essentially 17 points, you yeah. know, off the board roughly. Right. Or, you know, or, you know, the going for it depends. All right, that 17 to 13 points off the board and you win by three. So, and then it was like Tulsa, Tulsa couldn't pass against UC at all, really. Um nah. And then they they did run. I think just like you said, we talked about this. Like I, the four this game was a four down front game. That's the only yes. thing. And in the time you know that we talked about it, it was one drive. They went four down front and they got them out three. It was three Absolutely. out. Absolutely, I texted. Yep, and it was just like pressure was coming. They couldn't run. They only got a couple yards running, and then they smacked them. Forced you know forced a punt. I think they should have. This game was one. I think they should have went with the four down lineman more. Um, well, but you know, yeah, out. yeah. That's why I texted. I, uh, you were in the press box, and I yep. was on my patio watching yep. the game. <laughs> and I'm like, get the hell, excuse my language, out of three four. Yeah, because like we were talking about before the show here today, Tulsa's offensive line is one of the largest, if not the largest, offensive line in college football. They mm. average 140 pounds. And we're in a three-man front. They did not blitz. You know how you yeah. know, they put the linebacker and shoot the gaps. They didn't do any. I don't understand what Marcus Freeman was thinking about. Um, you know, I guess I, I guess what he was more concerned about, and that's why he's got – makes $700,000 a year, and I don't. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think he was concerned about the passing game, and he felt like, you know, keep everything in front of you. But their run game was effective to the point where – you know, they could actually beat us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and I text you, like, man, get out of the freaking three-man front. Yeah. And go to a four-man front. 
and then use your speed, you already got somebody in that gap, and then yeah. let the linebackers float over the top, and that's yeah. what happened. Yeah, because they were all they doing, all they were doing was uh, double uh, team and ponder and getting out on one of the linebackers, and the linebackers were playing so far back, it was like it was easy. I'm like, I yeah. could have ran through there, you know, I could get yeah. five. Yeah, you know? <laughs> I got you. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, I pull up a handstring. <laughs> <laughs> it was tough. It was tough, but yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, hey, they, I mean, definitely against Georgia. Yeah. Who has you know a good size offensive line? I, I got to study up on them. I know the defense was was supposed to be phenomenal this year. And yeah, I got to study up too. Line, yeah, they got some linebackers that 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 can get it done. Yeah. You know they always got corners, so yeah. Um, you know, so I I you know want to see, uh, you know what they look like in their offensive front seven and their defensive front four. Yeah, and that's going to tell a lot for yeah. you know if, if Ritter can get around the edges and you know um, uh, avoid sacks and things like that. That's yeah. That'll be huge for us. I think our receivers match up well with their defensive backs, and I think our defensive backs match up well with their receivers. Yeah, right? definitely. So, I think we it's gonna be on the defense defense and O line for sure. And it sounds generic as I'll get out, but I'm gonna have to do some more research too. But I mean, I watched them early in the season. Their defense was solid. Um, offense didn't really pop off the state off the screen, yeah. but I could tell, you know, JT Daniels is better than the other kid they had the little short dude they had at the beginning of the season. I, don't, I forgot his name, but, uh, shit. I mean, he looked, I probably look bigger than him. Um, <laughs> you know what I mean? But, uh, he was out there and he was looking a little skeptical. but, uh, I know Daniel's a little bit better. I know he got a little bit more pedigree or whatnot, but I think he uh, doesn't, he wasn't lights out to me, you know? So I think, right. uh, right. our DBs, we got so many DBs, which is, if they, they're probably going to think we could throw on them just because, you know, they're from a, a smaller conference. So I think that's going to bode well for you. Right. You know, right. just they're going to think that. I mean, I don't care if they watch the tape. They're going to be like, it doesn't matter. They're playing the AAC. So they're, they're going to think they can toss toss the ball around the yard against them. And it might get it might be fool's goal, honestly. I think if, if one of those, you know, DBs make a couple plays, it's going to change the whole game. They might be shook. And, you know, I think they kind of feel the entitlement too, I think. I think, I think that's going to be it too. I wonder if they're going to be like, all right, we're playing AAC. We're entitled. We're po- we're just going to railroad these young boys. I don't, I don't see this team folding like that. Well, you know, you know here's the thing, man. And uh, every year they try to use uh, the AAC, um, you know, in our premier game, our, our, our you know, New Year's Six game, because we've been representing the so-called uh, group of five yeah. in that capacity. Every year they try to match us up with a team that's going to blow us out. You know, i.e., UFC, UCF, and Auburn. Yeah. yeah. Uh, And then it was, uh, then it was, uh, who was that? Uh, Houston and Florida State. Yeah. So every year they try to, you know, to squash all the skepticism that they get every freaking year because they keep trying to put this Power Five crap out there. When you look at Power Five, you might have, you know, a Power. Mm 18, 18 yeah. <laughs> out of all those, all those freaking conferences. So, yeah. you know, so it's like, stop playing with us, you know. Yeah. So they're going to put a, a powerful Georgia's against us and see what we're able to do. Yeah. And I think that, um, you know, I think we're going to be ready for the fight, man. I think that, yeah. you know, there's nothing to keep us from 
um, going out here and playing our best game ever. This is yeah. if we can win this game, be our best season, and you know, in in UC college football history. Yeah, just based on obviously the undefeated record, the championship, and then a bowl game championship, a yeah. major bowl, game major bowl, yeah, major bowl. Yeah, we got all those. You know, pineapple upside down. Cake bowl, <laughs> and, you know, they got they got the what the what the the, <laughs> the Michael Jackson Jerry Curl the Prince the Prince uh, years ago, yeah, Prince you Live know. Bowl. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but we need to get one of the big yeah. ones, and yeah. I will get a replica ring. I will go get it. Buy it. <laughs> Where like I was in the game. Hey, I ain't mad at you. I ain't mad at you. I feel you because uh, yeah, they they can do it, man. This team, this team is definitely capable of doing it. Um, because just I mean, just going back to the Tulsa game, I'm about to bounce back in there. Mm -hmm. They didn't play their best game, and they still won. Like this, Tulsa played the best game I've seen them play all year. Oh, absolutely. Mm -hmm. On both, especially on offense. On offense. They look better than they. I mean, I mean, far the, the the quarterback couldn't do much against us, but still, I mean, the offense. I mean, they got over three hundred yards, which I didn't expect, honestly, <laughs> for real. I mean, as total, yeah. I mean, they always look like real sluggish. They looked a lot better, ran the ball. They were a lot physical, more physical on offense than I thought. And I mean, I didn't expect them to play as good as they did on offense. I knew their defense was going to bring their hard hats for sure, but yeah. still. Even with UC, I mean, UC just shot themselves in the foot. Otherwise, they could have scored more, that's for sure. Um, what, what, what I saw was, you know, UC penetrating, but I saw Tulsa staying on their blocks and yeah. staying on their guy. Mm -hmm. And guys weren't just wide open in the backfield making tackles. And yep. um, and that's what Alabama, I mean, I'm sorry, that's what Georgia is going to be. They're going to be a, a very disciplined offensive line. Yeah. And, and they're going to take you whichever way you go. Yep. And you better have those linebackers or somebody else, that extra man shooting that gap. They cannot sit back and get attacked like they did uh, Saturday night. And I don't know if they were just saying, hey, you know, offense has us and we're just trying to get through this game. Yeah. Um, but I didn't see hardly any. Well, I saw some blitzes. They they mixed yeah. it up, you know, when they had to. Yeah, it wasn't uh, the same, though. But as far as, the, yeah, as far as the run blitz with the linebackers, you know, which has been a staple of this defense since uh, – you know, the defensive coordinator has been there. I haven't really seen – I didn't really see that, Uh, you know, on Saturday night. Yeah. So, yeah. So, we'll see. Yeah, man. All right. So, now we're going to bounce in to the Bearcats ranking. We know they're playing in Georgia, but mm -hmm. I knew they weren't – okay, I'll, I'll start with my statement. I'll say I knew – I don't feel disrespected that they weren't top four. Like, I don't – I never felt that way. Um. But what I will say, I feel disrespected that they weren't top six. Hmm. Personally, yeah. just because, all right, I knew AM wasn't going to go anywhere. I knew the top four wasn't going to go anywhere. I thought maybe AM may slide out for Notre Dame because they got smoked on Saturday. I mean, they did get mm -hmm. smoked. And we'll get into that in a little bit too. We might do that for the second part. But for who was it? Oklahoma. That's what I knew. Remember when they jumped? Hey, Ohio State mm -hmm. jump, you see, mm -hmm. they did that so they could put Oklahoma in if all chaos broke loose. If Ohio State yeah. lost, if um, Clemson lost to Notre Dame, that was all the setup so they could move those two teams in and exclude UC. Because that's the whole thing. Like when they were seven and they moved them for no reason, that was it. That was the whole lineup. 
they got Iowa State in the top 10 for no reason and then bumped them ahead of UC because they didn't play. So it was like, I felt like, okay, I'll, I'll rather, honestly, I'd rather play Oklahoma right now because I just want to play them so bad. And I know you, and I think, I would honestly, I think UC would beat Oklahoma by 14 easily. Mm-hmm. Easily. And that's right now. Like they played right now. Go on the street, they win. They're going to beat them boys by 14 points in a real football game. That's I, I, Nobody can tell me differently. It's not, no ifs, ands, or buts. But, like, um, that's just total disrespect, man. Like, it's because the teams – I understand. Money, money rules the world at the end of the day. Those teams, those conferences, they got the most fans. They got the most money, revenue. Okay, that's fine. But pure football skills per se this year, not talking about last year, not talking about the year before – UC is a better team than Oklahoma, and nobody can tell me different. Man, Hands down. I, you're preaching to the choir. I said the same thing. I wanted to play. I wanted to give it Oklahoma uh, so bad. You know, I wish we would have had a chance to play Nebraska and blow them out too. But, but Oklahoma, yes, they had no no business jumping anybody yep. in that top ten. They, yep. you know, they should be either 11 or right at 10. <laughs> and, uh, uh, you know, and that's just ridiculous. And I, when they put Iowa State in front of us, that was another slap in the face. And the great yeah. thing about it is people around the country recognize the hypocrisy in this playoff system. Yeah. And so hopefully, um, not just for UC's case, but for everybody else's in, in Division One football, they come up with a system that is not – of the opinion of, you know, the lack of better terms, 15 old white guys named Bob who watch, you know, football. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not races or anything, but yeah, that's yeah. what it is. Bob yeah. and Alton sitting there like, oh, yeah, well, I know about this ACC. Yeah. And I, you know, I'm really not, you know, I don't see the AAC. Yeah. Um, but when you, you know, when you look at it, it's like you can put the AAC up against the ACC any day. Yep. And Pac-12. Yep. And, um, you know, part of the, the Big 12. The Big 12. So, yeah, for sure. So, I, I get tired. I'm with you. I get tired of that, that you know, blue blood bull crap. Yeah. And, and it's bullshit. And I'm going to say the word shit on national. Yeah, it's all good. Yeah, it's, it's cool. So, I feel, that's how bull, I feel, though. It's bull crap. And it doesn't need to, to exist in college football. So this is how you know college football is screwed up. The most cherished tournament in all of sport i'm talking everything from nfl major league baseball everything is the ncaa basketball tournament yeah yeah if you have at the end of your school d1 marked i don't care if you are the fred sanford school of (laughs) mechanic and you're a D1 program and you're playing <laughs> and you're playing and you know you're playing in the South Avondale uh, you know, recreation league yeah, conference and you win that conference you now have an opportunity first of all let's start you have when you hit that conference championship yeah. tournament I don't care if you lost every game you have a chance to be a national champion at the end of the month. That's true. So for you for you to come out in football to say we're gonna spend millions of dollars on all these uh 
analytics of who the best team is when it's impossible to say which league is better other than they play, right? Yeah, yeah. So, you know, so you got human error already in there because you're looking at the eye candy. Yeah, I mean, pretty much everybody can say Alabama is probably the best team, but you don't know if an Ohio State is better because they play better talent and all. We don't know what talent is really good. We just see good games. We read how big these guys are, their backstory, how fast they are, and then we get an eye test on. But you don't know which team is better. Yeah, yeah. So in college football, you're basically saying, I'm going to trust a room full of guys from a county, <laughs> Bob from a county, to tell me who the four best teams are That's based true. on how they look, which is the biggest thing, what conference they come from, and then who they be. Because yeah. – if they beat somebody from – they beat Coastal Carolina, who is in a smaller – a much smaller conference, you know, then, uh, of course, they beat somebody they should have beat. That's what they think. Yeah. Well, how do you know that Coastal Carolina is not better than Ohio State? You yeah, know, sure. same yeah. with Cincinnati. You know, it, you know, we got history. But that's the stuff that – that's where Gonzaga, a school of 3,000 students – is number one in the country in basketball. Yep, yep, building that up. You know, and get to the tournament. Yeah. So it's like, so don't tell me that what you're doing is fair because you name something, um, the power and then the group of. That's, you know, the power five and a group of five. Don't tell yeah. me just because you felt like you could name it that. You have no, val no validity to say that all the teams in the power five are better than all the teams in uh, the group of five. It's just not... Yeah, it's it's, it's it a cop out. Up, it's a cop out. It's, it's yeah. pure cop out. All right, so Dan, what I'm about to do, we gonna we gonna end this one, cause we gonna keep talking, man, cause we got we gotta get some stuff off our chest. So we gonna end yes. this one, guys. We got we gonna have two parts, cause we just feel like we gotta talk. And if y'all y'all feel us, that's cool. If not, we still talking, so it don't matter. All right, so we getting this off. So all right, so I'm signing off right now, guys. We gonna start part two in just about in a few minutes. All right. Let me squeeze. Let me squeeze. Let me squeeze. Yeah.